Man, I don't know, man. Look like Bill Belichick, an offensive coach now. He ain't on our side no more. But no matter if we, you know, uh, hold those guys out of the red zone, you know, I think we lost the one that counted the most. You know, championship defense. We're going to compete. We're going to finish to the end. Malcolm Butler. He sounds like a keep to lead, which I love. I've always loved that about Malcolm Butler. Into the lunchtime hour of Gresham Keefe right here on the WEEI Red, Red Sox Network. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying the Red to Sox kids are on the station. That you is true. Tonight. Well, Brew Andy, crew. the only people that are going to be on more than uh, the Red Sox today will be Andy Hart, who's nice enough to uh, talk a little football with us. He will be a part of the uh, Merloni, Fourier, and Mego show today, 2-6 to six from uh, Fenway Park. I know that uh, Mr. Kraft's helicopter landed, so yeah. I know how you're getting to yep. Fenway. <laughs> Thank, appreciate you, Mr. Kraft. Well, All those you years know, of service. And the 20 years of hard <laughs> service from Andy Hart gets him a ride when Sir Elton is in commandeering the copter. Uh, what do you make of that from Malcolm Butler there, Hart, where he was like, I don't think Bill's doing nothing with us no more. Uh, I think it was telling. I mean, it's all, we see it. We do see it, but, yes. But, you know, we always play this game whether, like, players will actually acknowledge what is right before our eyes, the reality of the world. And, and you learn it sometimes with ex-players. You know, the Teddy Bruskies say one thing, boom, 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 then they get on TV and they agree with you. And you're like, wait a minute. Hey, For 15 uh, years no. you said something yeah. different. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he. I also find it interesting, like, the players have been uh, sort of poking the Bill Bear a little bit, that Trent Brown, I don't know, maybe he's gone soft in his old age. And, yeah, I don't know, Bill's on offense now. So it's oh, a, like, no, that's I, a bad uh, move. I, I find it interesting, and there was that, that comment, Floating around, I think Asante Samuel claimed he went soft once he started dating Linda Holiday oh, and some geez. of that. Of course, Asante Samuel said that. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, you take it's it with fine. a grain of salt. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, um, no, I, Bill is an offensive coach. I think Max said that the other day when he – whatever. He, Bill has done a great job explaining to all of us what he sees for this offense, and he yeah. kind of included Judge and Patricia in that. So, yeah, he's on that side of the ball. And, I mean, the continuity is on defense, like – we don't have to trust it or love it necessarily with Steve Belichick and Gerard Mayo and whatever went on last year, but it's the same group from year to year. Um, and it was funny. I was just talking to uh, Damian Harris. Uh, not talking to. Don't be the dink. <laughs> I was in the gangbang group session yeah, around. Yeah, that's like John. Yeah, Damian. I met Kylie yeah, Jenner. No, I didn't. I was I, in the area of I Kylie hate, Jenner. I hate you to talk to Jalen Brown. <laughs> yeah, I hate when people do that. So Hard had an exclusive no, with I Damian didn't. Harris. There's nobody else Absolutely down there. Absolutely did not. He was barking into the <laughs> microphone. Um <laughs> And he was – I hadn't really re also remembered, like, Ivan Fears is gone, and he's talking about how he's irreplaceable and talking about how he is the most influential, not just football person he's been around, one of the most influential people in his life. Mm. And so you sort of – we always fixate on Josh McDaniels left, and then sometimes people throw in, like, Mick Lombardi or, you know, the offensive line, whatever. And it's like Ivan Fears has played a key role with this team, the running backs, I think we all believe – they're going to need their running backs to contribute at a pretty high level, probably as runners and pass catchers and that whole dynamic, James White. Um, so you sort of forget. So it makes sense in that room, Bill Belichick is spending a lot of time with his football knowledge. I'll tell you, it's going to take me a lot to get back on the Jonu Smith bandwagon. Are you Are you on it too? Cause no, 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 I am not Fourier is it. all in. I said, Fourier said I was a year too early, but he's all in buying that. I I'm think he not. called it a penny stock, and he's all Pen in buying well, it's the penny definitely, stock. It's definitely penny stock. And no, because I was so wrong about it last year. However, today, 
he seemed to be the one making most of the highlight plays. Do you yes. take anything out of that? No. Okay. Because he did it last year, too. He looked good in the summer. Why do you think I was so confident saying he was going to catch 80 balls for 1,000 yards? Come on. Because he looked good. They were feeding him the football. Yeah. Uh, he also had that nice collision today. Did you guys see that? Were you here for – No, I didn't see the collision. I saw a couple of these back end zone catches that he had. Yeah. One was oh, on yeah, nobody, he... but then one was, like, right in somebody – I think it was Duggar, you know, right, right on Duggar. He's, he's athletic. So yeah, you is. put him out there in shorts and a T-shirt and let him run around with other guys in short, he's going to stand out. That catch in Buffalo in the wind, like we joked, yeah, it looked like the was, Jordan logo. Right. He's going up there yep. and just sees the ball. He's capable of that. Is he capable of becoming – I mean, I don't think he'll ever become what I thought he was going to be last year, like that no. centerpiece of the offense, the offense, quote-unquote, running through him. But can he be productive? Can he be at least a thought that the defense is like, wow, there's a good athlete on the field. Let's make sure he doesn't get the ball in his hands. Because I feel like last year they were like, hey, he'll never get the ball yeah, in his hands. Yeah, we're fine. How do they get him the ball? Because they've been thrown to the running backs for three days now. 100%. Uh, well, I, <laughs> I love the – we talked about it a little yesterday. The Ramondre Stevenson, I think he's going to be good. Mm. You know, I, I think he's got a chance to have a really nice year and kind of transition Damian Harris in his last year and everything that will happen there. Um, but I think they're going to be creative. Like, there was a, a formation in the red zone today where they had Harris, Stevenson, and Ty Montgomery on the field mm-hmm. with tight ends. And it was just, like, versatility. Because, you know, Montgomery, is he a wide receiver? Is he a running back? Stevenson is lining up wide at times. Sort of the versatility of their weapons. Um, it's going to be on Mac to use them, but it's also going to be on whatever this amalgamation of offensive coordinator minds Matt is. Matt Patricia. Yeah, yeah, Matt Patricia, Joe Judge, Bill Belichick. Uh, to put him to use. I know a lot of people are talking about, oh, you don't have a fullback, so he's going to move into that sort of H-back. He'll be in the backfield at times role, and I'm sure he will be. There's no doubt in my mind. Because, hell, when he first came here, people were saying, oh, is this Aaron Hernandez? And Aaron Hernandez used to do that, Mm -hmm. right? He would line up in the back. He even took hands-offs out of the backfield. So I think there's some of that, but does it really matter? Like, the issue with him was, does he run the route he's supposed to run? Is he in the spot he's supposed to be? Does he catch the ball when the ball is thrown to him? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't right. know if it was all scheme-based. It's like, not just been. do what you're supposed to do. We tell you to do. Any more clarity at corner? I know it's three unpadded practices, but still it's three practices. Yeah. You see him going up against the defense. You kind of get a sense of who the ones are. So what are they looking at cornerback-wise? I, I mean, we're three days in, and I know we get caught up in this. Three days feels like forever, and then you realize in August, like you, you don't even remember these three days like, <laughs> yeah, right. when you're two weeks from now. But, no, it looks Jalen Mills. Uh, Terrence Mitchell, and then Marcus Jones is getting a lot of run in that slot corner role. Um, you know, he, he's been around the football. I mean, he's obviously involved in the punts. I'm sure you guys saw all the hijinks yeah. at the end of Trey practice Trey Nixon there. and him, yeah. Trey Nixon and him, um, which I didn't think was a fair matchup necessarily because representing the defense was Marcus Jones, who was a two-time All-American punt returner. Like, how's <laughs> yeah. that fair? Well, we've got a random guy yeah, here we're going to bring you out. You should have just taken, a, like, Sean Wade or some just yeah. other cornerback, made yeah. him do it. Um but, no, it, it seems like they're settling, at least for the first few days, into that role, and I don't think he's fallen on his face. And that leaves Malcolm Butler, Sean Wade, and then, you know, Joan Williams, I, I think. Wow. Is, I mean, I don't know if you guys watched some of the – they were just doing basically one-on-ones with yeah. the corners receivers trying to get off the line. Yep. And he was getting shook like you wouldn't – but Nelson yeah. Aguilar was embarrassing Now, that's him. the guy you want to cut the line and go in front of, or like when you're standing there as a receiver and you're like, all right, how many until him? And then yeah. you kind of like get in the way. Absolutely. And to the converse, I think we've seen another day where Tyquan Thornton struggles in that area. He's, he's going to have problems getting off the line. And I find it interesting because they're actually giving him a lot of reps at Gunner on the punt team. And obviously – 
first part of that job is actually getting off the line. Oh, that my is true. Because, yes, he runs a 4-2, and that's beneficial if he gets by the guy in front of him to get down to the guy who's returning. But if he can't get off the line, it's irrelevant. But what are we doing? A second-round wide receiver is going to be a gunner? I just ruined your day. Every, I, I can, mean, I'm can not everybody shocked, on Twitch see that's the awful. face you made? Oh, oh so that's now like, you feel like they drafted a special team. Let's take A.J. Brown or Debo Samuel or Terry McLaurin and put them at gunner. Uh, DK Metcalf would kick ass. As DK Metcalf would be a great gunner. <laughs> he would absolutely destroy. Gets paid, some he gets pun- paid more than most gunners, but yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Level. I, I, if Thornton ends up winning the job, they're going to have to put him in short motion to get him going to be able to <laughs> yes, get off the line yeah, of scrimmage. They, they right? might have to. And once he gets out of bounds, he's never getting back in. No. The bench area, you know that happens. Like there's uh, a penalty yeah. coming because he won't be a lot getting back in. Doesn't yeah. that feel like a? We're going to find out how tough you are. We're well, going to find out how much you're really willing to battle because if you can't do this, you can't get off the line on a, on third and six but I almost feel like you wouldn't do it if you didn't think he could prove that he can do it right, right, right. you know what I mean like you're not looking to crush your second round pick wouldn't think no. so that's bad business you don't just go out there to destroy he's not a stallion that you're gonna absolutely break him before you build him back up yeah so it's almost like well we can get him extra reps as a gunner and it might work and we might find a backup gunner to Matthew Slater whatever that could be value down the road but it also is just him working on what we know is the one area. If he can, if he can fix that, he's got the speeds. He's got nice hands. He's made some nice catches, kind of crossing. Like he goes up strong, like triangles, catch the football, like fundamentally sound. Well, everybody's made it seem like a ball hits his hand, and his wrist just kind well, of snap and broke, give yeah. away. They tape him up, make him look a little bit I bigger. Still I don't know what to make about braces that. Braces out there. I, I mean, it's I, the first time I've ever thought about it. First time we've ever talked about it. I just it. think like, it's funny. I don't think it matters at all. I bring it up every time because that's what he was. All the guys in the draft. There's a lot of guys in the draft, and he had the smallest wrist. And you're like, why do we even measure the wrist? But whatever. We're a couple years away from some other measurements that are going to be pretty intense. What? Don't you think? Oh. Don't you think 2025 draft? They're like, here we are. Well, remember Chris Jones when he fell down and uh, you could have measured it on I live d- TV? <laughs> <laughs> I, of course I remember that. My God. Yeah. Uh, uh, Marcus Jones had a little uh, boring today when he uh, said, describe the New England corner room, and he said, ready to dominate. Well, um, Bill would like to see you. <laughs> <laughs> Come on down. This is why we don't let rookies talk. Yeah. Example number one. And and I'm sure he he's not he didn't envision the way it would be taken outside, but the reality is that's the weakest position on the on the roster. That like everybody says there are just endless questions. Who's gonna play? Are they good enough? Then you bring Weaker in, than linebacker? I guess it's probably Maybe a toss up similar. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. They're probably similar, but with Uche's breakout season coming, that's they'll be this fine year. They remember, that's this year. Oh, yeah. That is this year. Um, <laughs> Update your predictions. Well, Winovich is gone, so he's the new guy. Now it's in Uche. There. Yeah. yeah, the new guy to be the old guy. It's yes, correct. Too. Exactly. Be but out. with Jones, it like I appreciate the confidence. Like you always talk about corners, they have to have that type of confidence. Like when I line up, I'm not in awe of Devonte Parker because he's bigger than me, taller than me, played more than. I, I think I'm going to knock the ball down. I'm going to pick it off. I'm going to embarrass mm-hmm. him. So I think you can appreciate the confidence. I'm not sure it needs to be voiced by a rookie in the third day of training camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little strong. Uh, anything jump out to you from Mac Jones, whether whether it's a throw or just how he's kind of controlling the offense or interacting with teammates or a- anything jump out to you from him? Well, uh, I'm not in love with the high school nature of the offense that we continue to see, which is a lot of rollout passes, sprint out passes, a lot of plays where he's, we talked about it yesterday, pulling it down and scrambling and almost like backyard footballing, like doing the, you go there, you point. Yeah. Yeah, like, no, we're supposed to have routes. We're supposed to win our routes. There's supposed to be a progression. Like, this isn't backyard football. 
Um, well, I hope it's not that <laughs> yeah, we'll football. Find I mean, out. Maybe I'm making presumptions that shouldn't yeah. be made because they have streamlined it. Maybe they're drawing the plays in the dirt and going uh-huh. from there. Um, so I, I don't love that because I also don't think that's his game. Like, that's not – is he capable? I don't think he's the snail some people thought he was coming into the league, painted as. Uh, I think he has some athleticism. He can throw on the run some. But if you're making your money in that area, yeah. I, I think that's a bad sign for the offense. And then I would get back to Damian Harris talked about it. He's obviously his boy from Alabama. Mm. But I dare you to find a single person that has, like, anything negative to say about Mac. And I buy it. He's doing that Brady thing where he finds a way to interact with his receivers, his Every running guy. backs, his line. Oh, the D-line, he thinks I'm cool. Uh, you know, schooler, the undrafted rookie special teamer, they probably have a sh- handshake together. Right. He has found a way to connect to 1 to 85 on the roster. Call Shime and Wiggy if you're looking for some Mac negativity. They're stacking it up on the Greg Hill show. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and the issue there is when we get the negative plays, there will be negative plays. There will be down times. Yeah. Is that on Mac? Is that on his weapons? Is that on the coaching? I think kind of shuffling through whatever poo comes down the uh, septic tank. Yeah, there. to me, he's in a decent he spot. He can't lose. I, I Who's feel, gonna? I feel those that way. guys like the, those Shime, guys will pile he on. He sucks. About, I told no. you he sucks. Well, but the right. majority are does he say, have one of the worst receiving cores with the least amount of Pro Bowler playmaker mm-hmm. types? Does he have the worst coaching setup on paper? Mm-hmm. Okay, who knows what happens, but on paper, yes. we've talked about this, Rich. He yeah. went from arguably, no matter what you think of McDaniels, he went from a top five offensive OC, coordinator play yeah. caller to 32nd in the NFL. Because mm-hmm. guess what? They don't have any track record. No. They've proven nothing. They're like rookies. They need to earn whatever they're going to be ranked later. So they start the year at 32. Yeah. And if that's the reality... How can you blame Mac in week one? Because then two. the flip side of that is if he does do well. It's all him. Then it's like he overcame right. all this stuff. Look at me. So, yeah, I yeah. can make I Joe Judge and Matt Patricia something they couldn't be in Detroit and New uh-huh. York. I, I made agree. them smart. Yeah, Malcolm Butler let the cat out of the bag, though, with the whole uh, Bill doesn't coach Bills us with us. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, it's this all is, This is Bill yeah. Belichick's odd. That actually, hearing that from Malcolm Butler makes me feel better. A little bit better, sure. About yeah. this whole thing. And hearing Get that from Malcolm Butler, Bill's like, you're benched again. I was going to say, no wonder. Now you know why you're not getting reps and Terrence Mitchell is. Yeah. Who, yap, 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 yap. Who's in, who's in more trouble? Xander Bogarts for saying they told him he isn't going to be traded or Malcolm Butler for saying that Bill no, is Butler, I, th- yeah. I think they're going to like the Bogarts thing. They're like, see? That's, that's good PR. Not trading One Bogarts. big happy family, that's right? right? Who's sellers? They're buying. No, sellers. So the, uh, Are you buying what they're selling? The, uh, <laughs> the helicopter is waiting for Andy Hart to make so. it to uh, Fenway Park. We'll, we'll be listening. We'll be tuning in. Yeah, how, who else is going to be at uh, Gillette and Fenway in the same day? Only Andy Hart. Actually, great. Probably like Dan Roach. And I, I was just going to say well. Roach. <laughs> but I'm like Deion Sanders that yes. day where he did the Falcons Braves. Yeah, double dip, shows right? up Went to Fulton County. Got a helicopter. That whole thing. Oh, maybe we can get him. To, maybe we can get hard the Doug Marabelli police escort. That's what it's he needs. Take something. Yeah, I'd rather you just give me some food. Yeah. Oh, they're feeding us today. I think. Yeah, do you have time to eat that? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, get it to go. Ken, I'm going to be late. I'm getting yeah. food first. <laughs> I was just going to say, and by the way, Andy Hart, two days up. in a row, going Mick from Rocky with the towel over the shoulder Smart. and everything, well, this, too. I learned this from Giardi. Normally, it's a fat guy move, but... Uh, no, 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 it's not for the sweat. It's for oh. the... Uh, you put it down to sit on the hill down there. Because if oh, you go... Here's a little sweat. lesson. If you go in the media tent, mm. it is hot mm. as testicles in there because oh, there's no breeze. Descriptor. So you go out on the hill where you get a little breeze, but your bum doesn't want to get wet. And so we you also sit on a towel. I've also learned I, 
pretty sure they paint the green grass field you've been uh, praising them for. So, oh. I, you know, you don't want to get your bum bum green. That's what I got to do at my house. Paint it green. A bucket of paint. If it ain't That's green, spray deal. paint it. It will be soon. <laughs> Hun, look at this grass. You're yeah. out there with spray yeah, paint. You got the cans going and all that That'd stuff. Andy Hart at WEEI.com. You'll hear him today with Merloni, Fourier, and Mego, 2 to 6 from Fenway Park. Hart, thank you, man. We appreciate it. Go get a burger. My pleasure. See ya.